Hey guys, it's Chris with the WW Review, and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Michael. Michael, how are you? Doing fantastic. We got everyone faked out. This is not the show. Actually, I want to give you a quick three words, all right? Your YouTube channel, Theme Park Brothers, give me three words to describe Theme Park Brothers. Oh boy, now you put me on the spot here. Michael, that's like ten words. Come on now. I, yeah, I know. Um, I oh, Fun. Variety. Family. <laughs> that was there, a squeak in it, your voice. You had a maybe squeak. that's what it means to me. Fun, variety, family. I love it. Theme Park Brothers on YouTube. Theme Park Brothers on Twitter. Theme Park Brothers on Facebook. Everywhere. Thanks, guys. Check it out. everyone and welcome to WDW Review. I am Stacy Nyman and I'm joined by the entire crew today. So we have Chris Malik, Michael Black, Pete Ponacorvo, and we also have a special guest who we'll talk about in just a few minutes. And um, But first, we kind of want to go around and see what's going on in everybody's lives right now. Anything good going on in our lives. So um, Michael, do you want to start? Um, well, my sister just had a baby today yeah like a now. few minutes ago yeah, right just a few minutes ago right before we went got on so i knew i have a new nephew which is exciting his name is easton so we're excited like, about that like like the bat easton bat i i guess oh cool no all right hopefully he grows up to play baseball that would be really cool that would be that would i be. could see that he was a big boy he's like eight pounds something how, I don't that know. was my next how big was he michael yeah, eight pounds something. I don't know. I'm a eight dude. I don't know. That's a big something. something. Whatever. Eight fifteen. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is good news. But, yep. That, that's my news. Other than that. Well, congratulations to your family. That's amazing. Yes, that is very exciting. And and this is my my sister. Who's it's my oldest younger sister, and she's really wanted a baby for a long time. And had a really hard time, you know, making that happen. So this That's is exciting. So yeah, great news, Stacy. Right, I was proud of you for getting Pete's name right without the last name. On there is a virtual visual <laughs> cue. <laughs> so this has been. And I realized that. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You you please. I was going to say, we are recording this um, via audio and video today, so I just realized that if you are watching this, you could see the fifth guest that we have already on the screen, so that wasn't much of a surprise there, I suppose. <laughs> but she if you're to listening to this via the podcast, it's still a secret. she got to stay hidden. Okay, very good. <laughs> um, so, you know, this whole family quarantine situation... Is actually been okay for the family. We've been enjoying it with each other. For the last two nights, based on the fact they have some screen time left over, we watched Thor and Thor The Dark World back-to-back. And, you know... I'm sorry. No, actually, Michael, I loved it. Yeah, I know. I know. I loved it. It's been so nice to be able to, like, just be together without religious education, soccer, track, you know, basketball, and all these agendas, and it's just, okay, so what are we going to do together tonight? So it's been great, you know? Yeah, there's been moments where it's like, just get me out of the house, you know, and we go for our long walks every day, but to be together, it's been awesome. We've enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm I'm a happy camper right now, and we usually cook food at home, so this is like no big deal for us. We're good, you know? This is like our environment, but I've never wanted Mexican ice cream or like quesadillas or like pizzeria pizza <laughs> so bad in my life right now, so bad, but... Uh, th- that's my struggle. We've eaten out more now than we did before. We uh, every night is like takeout. Really? At least one meal. Yeah. Because we figure these people need 
they need the business. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll we'll go yeah. grab takeout from them and and come home. So I'm, I'm a cowardly it. lion, dude. I'm afraid to like grab the food and eat the food. I'm afraid to bring I the d- boxes into the house. Uh, I'm know? already going into Walmart. I'm already going into Publix working. Right. So I figure I might as well gotcha. grab that. You know, and, and he's got a Tijuana Flats like at the bottom of his building. Oh yeah, you just walk to it. Hard to just like. <laughs> nice, Peter. What's good in your life, buddy? Um. Well, not good news-wise. I'm not coming to Chicago for Easter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Missy was told that if she leaves the state of Florida, she has to stay in the house for two weeks when she comes back. So, gotcha. I feared that, that was a decision. Be postponed. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm not happy about. I, I. Well, I'm. I'm not happy about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Understood, though. Stacy, we got a guest today that's been uh, a mm-hmm. secret to our audio listening, audio. right? <laughs> so she could unveil herself at this point. So very <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome, Carly Positano, to join us on The Dubs tonight. So thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. What's good in your life, Carly? Oh, goodness. Well, Riley and I have been cooped up at home for what going on three weeks now so it's kind of hard to find something really exciting um but since we had to cancel our star wars weekend trip we did rebook two weeks in disney in july fingers crossed that they're open so i guess that's the exciting part so you've been making a lot of tiktoks too (laughs) i'm really bored so i'm a teacher and we've not been at school for three weeks and we were just told that now we're closed until may 1st um so i miss my kids and i'm just trying to find ways to make them laugh so they can laugh at me virtual virtual attendance one was funny i i watched the virtual attendance one that was good that was hilarious Jeff yeah. tells me that I'm really dumb, so he's trying to take my phone away a couple times. He says the same thing to me, but I'm not making TikToks, and she still tells me that. So. Exactly. Exactly. Carly, did you say 14 days? You're going down for two full weeks in July, in theory? Yes? Wow. Yes. Would that be the longest trip you've ever taken down in Florida? Um, We were down last summer in July for 10 days. And I, I believe then I said I would never go back in July because it's hot. But, you know, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. You do what you got to do. And I also appreciate you've been a light, too, on on the social medias, trying to get people to, mm-hmm. you know, with your little, I, I, I can't think of the name of it, what you're trying to do with everybody. Um, <laughs> oh, that. Yes. Yes. So that's cool. You, you know what? So this whole virus and quarantine thing, you know what? It, it changes people's perceptions of like what's important, and it gives people a chance to like focus on n- not only like like self improvement, but like okay, so like what really is a necessity in my life? You know? So yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, the reason you're here today was you had a really cool idea in EdCat, right? And and it relates to like these upcoming fourteen days. So. What was your initial thought in EdCat? Because like the comments went and exploded itself afterwards, you know. So what were you, what was your thought? Well, it all started with a conversation. My daughter and I were excited for our April Disney trip and trying to find ways to talk about Disney. And you know, we got tired of talking about well, what's the best ride or what's the best restaurant. And so we just started talking about where in Disney gives you all the feels. And I, I don't know really how to describe that any more than, you know, you just feel in awe of something or you feel like you've been transported or you feel just all of these overwhelming memories or just good vibes. And so we started off just picking, I told her no attractions, but other than that, I didn't really have any ground rules. And we just started picking places in each park where we felt like, when we go to Disney, this is the place that we go and we feel like we're at Disney and we can feel all the magic. Gotcha. So you posted that in our Facebook group, in our friends and listeners' Facebook group. And before you know it, 50-something comments later, you know, boom, 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 we've got a lot of great suggestions. So we thought we'd go today and read some of these suggestions out or these ideas or, or places that give people the feels. And then we have, you know, our own ideas at the end. So um, I guess... Buckle in. We're going to read and we're going to entertain you guys for a little bit. Um, ladies first. Stacy, do you want to go first? 
Yeah, so we're just going to go through the, the list that's on. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Excellent. So the first one that I see is from Rick Forbes. He said, oh, good question. Mine is Asia. I love the theming of Nepal, especially the prayer cloths that are hanging everywhere. And that's, a, that's a really great one. That just, that really does. You know, you picture that area and it just, you're at Disney, you know, you know, or Nepal, uh, you know, either one. <laughs> one or the other. Did you ever see that Joe Rody special where they took trips with the Imagineers to Nepal and to mm, Tibet mm-hmm. and they were trying to ca- just capture just the right essence of it. And I remember watching it on um, the Undiscovered Animal Kingdom like did you saw on the Discovery Channel or the Travel Channel? It was really good. It was like holy cow, they actually did. They imported like all these people into Nepal to get, capture all these like like great emotions and sounds and sights. It was it's really cool. Hey, Michael Black, you want to read the one about Michael Black? Yeah, I'm not on that guy? one. You had me on the other post. I, I have that one. Oh, you got that one, Peter. It's next. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Okay. So, get his name right. Get um, his name right. What did I say, Michael? That day? Michael. Blick, black, 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 black. Okay, sorry. Gotcha. Um, said the Japan Pavilion. Really? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, not sure why. See, that's what I just thought too. Not sure why. But it's the one place that I always feel calm and relaxed. Maybe because I'm a drummer and the drums soothe me. Well, unfortunately, they will not do that anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's the incense in the shop. It gives me a headache, but hey, each their own. I love looking out of the pavilion and looking at Spaceship Earth. You got you got feisty Pete today, Michael. You got angry Pete. He's, he's, all right. Um, so when I hey, read your comment. Well, Carly's husband had, had a little uh, response. He said, at the top picnic tables above the koi pond. He said he likes it there, too. I've never See? been. I've never gone to the koi pond with the picnic tables. Really? I've always heard that that area. It's like all the way in the back. I just haven't really explored beyond the department store and kind of that little area. So that is one of my goals this summer. Hopefully we can get there is to really explore the Japan pavilion. Just watch out for the feels while you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Stacy, I agree. I've gone through the store and then out the back and come up from the Uh gates. And yeah, I haven't explored it. It, 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 so when I first read this from you, Michael, I was like, huh, that's kind of unique. And spoiler, like it's mentioned a bunch of times for people. So yeah, yeah awesome. Um, Michael, you want to read Jeremy's or how should we do this? You want me to do it? You want to read Tamara's? What should we do? Do you remember before we started this show? I just want to say that, that you, you said, Michael, him go, go to the, the other post. Other post. <laughs> Oh well, my God. Twice now, twice now, you've called me to go to the other post. <laughs> I can't be expected to remember all my wheelings and dealings, Michael. Are you kidding me? This is video. Jeez, Look at this is a completely a, different forum. You've got a logo on my head. You're throwing me under the bus. Yeah, poor Michael's getting Mike Wazowski'd. And <laughs> so, Michael, you want to read Jeremy's or what? What's the story? Jeremy. What are you doing here? I'm going to read Amy Joe's, okay, from the post that I'm on. But gotcha. where is that? Where is it? Which, I don't wait, see it. Which one? Gotcha. Because <laughs> she posted in the other one, too. It's, it's under the logo. Gotcha. I don't know if she said the same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out because I'll read ahead. All right. For her, she says it's Main Street, USA. I love She just... lied. She said the Japan <laughs> Pavilion and Epcot in the other post. She's double Same. relaxing, Pete. She got a lot of feels to give. There's a lot of feels. A lot of feels to give. Okay. All right. I'll All give you that. I'll give her that. All right. She loves to just stand there and smell the smells, hear the music and the sounds. And she adores the Dapper Dans and the mayor coming along talking to people. Mm-hmm. Nice. I wonder how Tim feels I, about that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So what else does she say, Pete? Well, hang on. You can't, you can't spoil that. I'll read Jeremy's next. So then, Carly, you could read Tamara's. All right? Okay. Jeremy. Oh, boy. Jeremy says, I'm Harambe Village as well. See, that was strategic that Chris took Jeremy's, so get that out of the way. Very good. But uh, Harambe Village, what do you guys think about that as far as theming and, like, oh, man, this is nice. What do you think about that? That was in my original post. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where Riley and I both agreed that out of all of Animal Kingdom, I mean, you've got great places there. You've got Pandora and, and Asia and all that. But that Harambe Village, you just feel transported. You're, you know, walking around. There are 
people out that are selling beaded bracelets and necklaces and you're you're walking through shops that have all kinds of I don't know cultural gifts that they're selling off and it, it just feels authentic it okay. does I don't know if you guys remember me telling you the story when Animal Kingdom before it went to Pandora they used to have like evening hours in in, in Florida in the summertime it's literally dark for like 20 minutes before the park closes because they closed early. But because of the like dark feel of the park and just the occasional light, it always felt like one of the prettiest parts. You know, just, mm-hmm. just but now of course there's Pandora, so now it's engineered to be open later. But even back then it was like, yeah, between Harambe Village and just Animal Kingdom in general, it always felt like this is really nice. Like this is really mm-hmm. relaxing mm-hmm. and enjoyable. So the thing I have about Animal Kingdom at night is it is like really dark, like really super. Mm-hmm. Dark. And I, I don't want to get like into someplace bad with the feels, but that place is really dark back there. <laughs> gotcha. So I will just leave it at that. We'll leave it at All that. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carly, we're going to go and you had yours, but let's put you up for a second one. Okay. Okay. So here's Tamara. Um, she said at Hollywood Studios, the walkway between Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. And she gave us a reason. She said, on my daughter's first trip to Walt Disney World, we were on this walkway when she said, I knew Disney World was going to be cool, but I didn't know it was going to be mm-hmm. this amazing. And I, I just think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She also said, Baseline Tap House gives me the feels because of the fun times had there with my mom, sister, and daughter a couple years ago. Epcot. Oh, no. It went away. Epcot, the main entrance. Now I've lost the page and I don't know where it is. Epcot, the entrance music. The, the entrance music for the Epcot. Music. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom was seeing the castle the first time on each trip. And Animal Kingdom said the ambiance of Pandora. But here, here for the entrance music, right? Even if you're pulling up, you're pulling up any kind of background loop on YouTube and that comes up and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. That's I made right. I made the guys in the lab listen to it for like four hours yesterday. Good for you. They enjoy just it because I really needed it. Yeah, for sure. I did. Well, all right, this is gonna make me sound like a terrible supervisor, but I didn't really care. <laughs> I needed it, so that's what got played. Peter, Peter you know, it, sometimes that's what has to happen. Perks of the job. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes from my office at work too, and whether they like it or not, it comes from the office. Listen to it, you know. So, um, Stacy, you're up next. Yep. I have Amy Van Swoles as well. So she um, also gets the feels in Japan Pavilion at Epcot. I'm not sure why. Everybody always says that. I'm not sure why, but I'm at peace there. In Magic Kingdom, the walkway by the teacups, it usually hits me that I'm in my happy place there. And you hear the music and it's just whimsical. And I agree. There's something, and I think this comes from Run Disney too for me, um, going toward the, um, the teacups in um, coming out of, you'd be going Tomorrowland that way. And it's just something about that just hits me and it's just a special feeling. Now, Carly, you talk about how Jeff can't go on that anymore because he gets motion sickness, but Mm -hmm. you guys still enjoy the teacups. I think if we were to create a a, a poll in Edcott about teacups, yay or nay, it would be like the teacups would be Chris's idea because everyone would say nay, of course, at this point. <laughs> but anyone here, or is anyone a teacup fan besides Carl? Oh, I but, love the teacups. Do you? Are you a teacup fan? I can ride them. I can ride the teacups. I don't go out of my way to ride them, but gotcha. I can. It yeah, I can ride them too. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't get too sick with them. Um, but my rule is is that I usually ride with Britta, and it doesn't really matter anyway. But I just don't <laughs> like them to spin Slow. also. Yeah. So I like to just sit and enjoy the ride, but not also have the teacup spin. But, yeah, the motion sickness that gets me is the roller coaster and the swinging motion of anything. But usually spinning, I'm okay. So you really don't like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because that's a roller coaster that... If I have like- Dramamine, I'm fine. I just have to remember that Dramamine, and then I, I'm okay. Hey, hey, guys, I was going to put it on mute here, but for the viewing audience, they'd see it anyway. So I'm just going to open up a seltzer water here. So through the, there we go. So it's not a beer. They're witnessing it. It's a San Pellegrino. There we go. Right. It's not a buzz. That was a beating. The buzz gave uh, the Yeti's arm. Okay. Moving on. Who's next? Uh, That would be. That'd be, I think that's you, big guy. Yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So Cindy Altman Elcott said definitely Harambe Market. Main Street in Magic Kingdom. Epcot is the courtyard by Germany or the marketplace at Morocco. And in the Hollywood Studios said she can't wait to immerse herself in Galaxy's Edge. I don't know if that means that she hasn't yet and she's expecting to get the feels mm. there or I think so. That's kind of how that I'm reads. I'm not going to lie. We we went in August and that was our first time in Galaxy's Edge. And as we were walking through that tunnel, I, I was like almost tears in my eyes mm-hmm. because it's been something we'd waited for forever and we were excited to go. And it was kind of like a, a first time thing. And Riley and Jeff both love Star Wars. So it was like, oh, I'm really excited for everybody. Did you guys see it at night though? We have not yet. Oh, it's amazing. And, oh, I can't wait. and Carly, I could never tell that you like Star Wars based on the artwork behind you in that room. Yeah, I, really? I, I, I could never tell. So, right. um, agreed about Galaxy's Edge. Peter knows this and Michael knows this. I like Star Wars. I don't love Star Wars. Like, I, I yeah. like it. But when I went to Disneyland, when I walked through there, even my expression was like, holy, sh-. you know, as I'm walking through this, thinking, Schnikes. this was, he was going to say, Schnikes, this is, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Like, and you, when you walk through it, you're like, okay, now it's going to finish. And then the long path out, and you're like, I cannot believe this. Like, the theming uh-huh. of it, it, it I, I get it. I completely get it. So. Absolutely. Am I up now? Yeah, um, feel free. Read from any list you'd like, Michael. Any post. <laughs> this post was from Take a January post, any post. Any post you want. <laughs> Uh, Monica Pinto says, Main Street, USA, as soon as she walks under the train station. She feels like she's arrived. It's her favorite street. Absolutely loves it. Um, She always blinks back a tear when she walks down it for the last time. What happened to Peter? He is now gone. (laughs) That's okay. I'm still here. Oh, you're still there. I just can't see you. Okay. And look back at the castle and wave goodbye. That is a hard time. It's mm-hmm. been far too long, she says, since she's last seen it, which is sad. She's got to get back there. Yeah. I know Monica sure. would love to go several. And I know she hasn't been back for a while. So yeah. when she does go back, I'm expecting her to have posts that are very emotional, which we would expect mm-hmm. you know, yes. when she goes yes. back to see it. So um, agreed. So let's just put ourselves in that spot. Main Street, USA, under the train tracks. Like your emotion level is got to be like almost at like the highest point when when you just see Main Street USA and you see the square right there, right? I mean that's a great spot. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, is, absolutely. Is it the sound? Is it the sight? Is it the smells? You know, is it the train in the background? What yes. What would it be for? Is it? It's all of it, Peter. For you? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the that's that's the whole reason everybody gets so caught up with the immersion. Mm-hmm. of everything it's it's smelling the popcorn and seeing the castle at the end of the street and hearing that train behind you and you know the the people and just you know it's it's everything yeah that makes you feel the way you do gotcha yeah, and like she said, she's arrived, and that's pretty much the feeling. That's when yeah. you know you've arrived. And I think that's the same thing that she's saying when she goes to leave, then that it closes it. And that's that's the same thing on the reverse side. I remember when we used to travel to Walt Disney World on vacation, we would always go to Magic Kingdom first, and we'd always go to Magic Kingdom last. Um, so that was one of the things. We would get there, we'd arrive, and then at the end, you know, you, you watch the fireworks for the last time, and you walk out. Mm-hmm. So. I get it. So I'm going to read Tony Passero. Tony has several posts, so I'm going to read the first one because he's got some unique insight. Tony being... You're, you're missing one. Am, oh, am I missing one? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm missing Karen's. I apologize. So you got you have Tony's then. So Stacy, Karen Lynn O'Brien Alekna. Did I say that right? Did I say that right for her last name? You did. You yeah. did. You did. Gotcha, Karen. I'm sorry, Karen. If, if you I... didn't, what are you going to do? <laughs> she should correct me. <laughs> yeah. A new one for me my last trip. Turning the corner and seeing the Millennium Falcon in Galaxy's Edge, especially at night. Also, first glimpse of the castle through the monorail window and driving under the welcome mm-hmm. sign when I first get on property. 
everyone right yes. now is nodding their heads saying, yeah. After, especially like Stacy, with you with those long drives, the first moment you go mm-hmm. underneath it, it's like, it's oh, And I think I've said it on the show before. There's been a few times we follow maps or, you know, Google Maps or whatever. And about 30% of the time, it will send us a different, like the back way. And you don't go underneath the welcome sign. And I get so mad at Scott, even though he's like, I'm just foul. I don't remember how to get there this way. And oh, I could just tell us. I'm like, oh, we're going the back way. No. <laughs> You've ruined it. You've ruined it for me, <laughs> Scott. Vacation. This vacation has been ruined. As, as a local, Michael, do you get the feels when you go under that sign still? Um because I was a cast member there, that meant I was going to work several times. <laughs> no, not so no, much. Okay. I mean, yeah, we'll just leave it there. I, I do enjoy the parks, but I think I enjoy them when I go into the park, not necessarily just going on property. Mm-hmm. property. That yeah. makes sense. All right. You're up, Carly. Okay. Uh, so Tony Pacero, he started with Animal Kingdom. And he said, first is the ruins that make up the tiger enclosure at the end of the Asia Trek. And I can't for the life of me think of where that is. Hmm. Anybody? Yeah. You know what? I remember seeing it on the video where there's actually the pools right there. And the tigers jump from the pools. And it's the whole enclosure, the whole, like, tiger area. Yeah. All right. Um, The back path past the kangaroos that leads to the waterfall behind the Tree of Life. Almost always empty with great views. I didn't know there were kangaroos there either. And neither did Jen Bachman or any of us. And then he showed a picture and we're like, uh-oh, we should probably find these kangaroos. I haven't been to Animal Kingdom in like three years. I've been, but I haven't gone years. anywhere near the Tree of Life. Stacy, there are field reporters. I just want you to know this. That yeah, field I know. Reporters have been animal- <laughs> this, is, this is just, okay, very good. Um, go ahead. Uh, number three was the sunken garden back behind smoke tree barbecue that looks out across Asia, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, the enormous carved doors at the bridge to Africa, the queue for Cali river rapids. I could care less about the ride. Line. The attention to detail craftsmen and artisan skills that went into this queue are unreal. Seriously. Look at the brushwork on the ceiling in the temple section. And I appreciate that one so much that that's one of the cues that I look every time we go through, I'm like, oh my goodness, I would just walk through this queue. It's such an amazing, just so many details. Like so many of the cues at Animal Kingdom are just done very, very well. Mm-hmm. I have never been on Cali River Rapids, so Me neither. I've never yeah, seen yeah. it, but now I'm going to have to. get really, really soaked. So really, you've never been on the ride? For it. No, we don't like to get wet. Like. Being wet in your jeans and your shirt the well, rest of the day. Well, it's not an 11 o'clock in the morning the thing, Carly. Maybe That's a good ride for July, I think, though. It could be. Oh, but it's still sticky and gross. and But not at yeah, 7 o'clock at night, Carly. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. That's what we've done before. We've gone on it at the end, and it's so much. It's just it's a really fun ride. And so a lot of times at the end of the night, it's very empty. So they'll just kind of let you keep on going around and around. And they cut the queue. It's, it's one of the longest queues, I think, that, that, to get to the ride. But they'll cut it off. So you just have to kind of have to make a little shortcut to get back on. Um, but that's that's a fun little tip to do. If you're taking a bus, you're still getting on a bus really wet, though. But um, at least it's the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then his last one at Animal Kingdom is Harambe House. Just trust me on this one. So I, I am trusting him. Okay. Someone help me here. Harambe House. That is exactly where, I mean, obviously it's Harambe Village. What is it? Someone help me here. Um, is, is I, I, I think I might know. Gotcha. And I'm just asking you for help. Yeah. I'm asking you for I, help. I think, I think, I think I might know. I think so I might know too. I'm, we're just going to. He said to trust him on that one. We'll I think trust we're them. All just it's an amazing. It's probably one. a very amazing experience. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just wanted to kind of. Exp- I'm just trying to exp- explain yeah. it to people. Very good. Um, so it's probably important to say that you know Tony, you know, and kind of give a little bit of background of what to- of of who Tony is because he would look for those details because Tony is mm-hmm. he's he's a painter. He's an artist. So mm-hmm. these smaller details that I think maybe many people might overlook it would catch his eye because that's his line of work you know so some of the things that he does uh would absolutely you know it, that would be what he focuses is not on the attraction itself so absolutely okay you're up kiddo right. 
I will continue. So Tony Bracero now moves on to Ed, Ep, I almost said Edcott. Epcot. Um, number one, the Morocco, the way it bends and folds into itself leads to discovering results in the best pavilion flow. It's sort of, it's like entering a mini land, some outstanding tile and woodwork detail. The upper part of Japan, Koi Pond, remote, quiet and theme. Sad to see the rock garden closed off not long ago. And the upper part of Canada Pavilion, rarely visited, so never crowded. Still not sure why a specialty shop or food stall has not been dropped in here, but nonetheless, a great out-of-the-place way to get an elevated view of Epcot and people watch. I often finish my Epcot Park sketches at a table up there. Recently reopened, too, by the way. Hmm. about Tony Passero, um keep an eye on Edicott because he'll often post his sketches and paintings and stuff that he does right on property. He'll post them right as he's doing them and it's, they're just amazing. Mission space outside from a distance and up close, it really is a grand entrance that harkens back to the Epcot of old when it was education-based. When you stop and look at the details, some nice tributes to those that explored space and mankind's behalf. And the mosaic work on the two walls leading into the land pavilion based off of a design by Imagineer Walt Paragoy. You know what? Thank goodness that got someone's attention because those mosaic tiles on the land pavilion, I must have the same picture 20 years apart, but like the exact same scenes. I'm like, ooh, I, mm-hmm. I better get this picture again for the hundredth time because I never done, took it, you know? Done by a father and daughter team. Wonderful. Oh. And they're, they're exactly identical except for one tile. Really, Peter? Oh, great. Mm. Yeah, great. Now Michael's going. Yeah. He's going to look. Now i got to go look. OCD be dang. Great, great. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michael, your list. Um, Jessica A. February says the Grand Fiesta Tour. She even has a picture. Um, but more specifically, the first part of the ride where you can see the people yes. eating in the restaurant. Um and on the one side and Chichen Itza on the other, it's so peaceful and smells delicious. It does, mm-hmm. but I will say, if we're going back to our theme of not being able to see a dang thing, when eating there, I could not see any of the food that I was eating. It's so dark. <laughs> or the menu. Or the menu or anything. The I'm just like, give me a number two. there is the same way. Yeah, it's crazy. Both of the Mexican restaurants at, at Epcot, you can, you don't know what you're eating. one. I don't remember the other one being that dark, but I, like I, well, okay. I went there. Uh, if it during, was night, it probably would. It be. was it was at night because we were actually yeah. in there for the fireworks. Okay, during illuminations, and they make it even darker for that. They okay. literally tell you, "Don't get up from your table; you will get hurt." <laughs> that makes sense. You'll walk a lot into of, people. There's a lot of light, and we went during the day, so that's probably why I was like, "Oh, it's really bright." But yeah, yeah it's a night, ton of I windows. Yeah, but if it's at night, it is dim, dim, dim in there. Crazy, but I do love that part too because that's one attraction at Walt Disney World I can actually ride. <laughs> so um, I really enjoy that first part as well. Gotcha, Tony Passero in Hollywood Studios. This park really suffers from identity crisis, and not to many Oasis spots. It is mostly loud and in your face. The detail in the Hollywood Tower of Terror is outstanding. The second floor deck is a special place, but it's pretty rare to get access to it. Agreed about the tower from the very first step until you exit that ride. I know, Michael, you've not... I don't know if you... Have you been inside the lobby, Michael, and then taken the exit out? No? No. I'm afraid they're going to just push me on the ride. Michael, no. it, it's... It's no, it's indescribable. <laughs> Even if you got into the queue and you were almost there, you just opt out. Yeah. It's, it's indescribable, yeah. Michael. It's... It's the best, maybe the best theme you thing do on property. You, you, really, can, really you can opt out right as like the rest of your group is getting onto yeah. the elevator. Beatrice did it. That's Michael. where you would do it. Yep. So. I did it when I was pregnant with Britta too. And they were, I told the lady who took me on, I was like, I went through this just so I could try the chicken exit. And she did, wasn't really amused by that statement. So <laughs> I wouldn't just flat out tell them that. Tell them you just wanted to be with their family. Well, they're in character, it. aren't they? <laughs> Something like that. Maybe. Yeah, she seemed, she seemed legitimately a little bit annoyed with me. So, <laughs> The courtyard of the Chinese theater is rich in detail and could be a great spot if they added benches. And that ain't going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. The original model for the Jungle Cruise found inside One Man's Dream Exhibit, it still feels real like a piece of work. So, um, all good ideas from Tony. Uh, Carly, you got the last one. All right, so Tony's take on the Magic Kingdom. Tom Square Island, yes, all of it. 
And I have only done Tom Sawyer's Island one time on all of our trips. Really? And I will say, yeah, I think Riley was maybe five or six that trip. So we went across and did the whole thing. And I will totally agree. It just feels like you've been transported into a different era, into a different world. Like you don't even feel like you're in Magic Kingdom with hundreds of thousands of humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. Um, he said Big Thunder, but at night only so much. So I never even go during the day anymore. Uh, the back rooms and courtyard of Tortuga Tavern across from Pirates. Rarely open, rarely used. One of my favorite places to finish sketches and art. And his next one is one of my faves. The views at night from the upper levels of Swiss Family Treehouse. And then five is the secret Nautilus bar. Lots of laughs with friends there. And it takes me back to my favorite attraction from my childhood, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I can't disagree with many of these things that Tony says, especially Tom Sawyer Island. I completely agree to that. It's it's so nice in the middle of the day for an hour. If you've been going and standing in queues all day and you're just tired of bumping into people, it's nice just to get away from that. So I agree Absolutely. completely. Uh, I, and I love Swiss Robinson Treehouse, but my whole mm-hmm. family disagrees. They say the whole, the whole thing is just a queue. Um, but it is. It's one of those immersive things that you just – you feel like you're on an island and you feel mm-hmm. like all the things could actually work and you could live there overnight. I feel like I'm going to pass out is what I feel like. <laughs> from the height or the dark? From the, height. From from the, the or height. the dark, Michael. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, from the height. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, all right. Or it could be the weight that I've got trying to get up all those stairs. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> That's why I don't go up it anymore. I just like, uh, is there an elevator? <laughs> Where's the escalator? Is there a moving staircase? Anywhere? Anyone? No? Anyone? Oh, okay. All right. Um, Tyler Lee. I, I, that's a familiar name. Oh, well. Uh, Magic Kingdom is seeing it decorated for Halloween or Christmas, especially at night. Uh, how do you go wrong seeing Main Street USA lit up for Christmas? Snowing. Halloween. So soaping down Main Street. You know, Um, Epcot Flower and Garden Festival was one of the most beautiful things he's ever witnessed. He said Hollywood Studios seeing the Tower of Terror and the anticipation of the ride. Uh, Animal Kingdom is the Tree of Life at night. Hard to argue with that. Mm -hmm. Around the Resorts Boardwalk. He doesn't say why, Mm -hmm. just boardwalk. Mm -hmm. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Savannah View Balcony. Mm -hmm. Geyser Point, uh, I can vouch for that one. I actually met up with him over there. (laughs) And the Poly Pool watching the fireworks. Gotcha. Good places to to see the fireworks at the Poly. I don't know if the pool would be my top choice, but it's a good choice. I mean, you'd still hang out in the pool and just... You can get a spiky pineapple and just kind of chill out and watch the fireworks. It's not a bad thing to do. Stacy, did you want to take uh, Jen since Peter stole yours? Yeah. You know, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can never pronounce her name right, so I was just bypassing that problem altogether. <laughs> Jen Bachman says, Animal Kingdom, definitely Harambe, but also when you're walking back in Asia toward Everest and you hit the spot with all the prayer flags. Wow, a second. Mm-hmm. Yep. Magic Kingdom Main Street. Also, when you first enter Adventureland and hear the music, I can just hear it right now. Epcot inside the Mexico Pavilion, Japan Pavilion, Morocco, France Pavilion. Okay, basically all of the World Showcase, (laughs) except for that bridge with a makeshift Africa stand, which I think is maybe one of the hottest places in all of Walt Disney World is that little area. And Hollywood Studios, walking around Echo Lake, Toy Story Land, and yes, Galaxy's Edge. Gotcha. Michael. Yeah. All right. I have one more. And speaking of repeat additions on here, the gardens in Japan Pavilion for Tim Van Swall gives him the feels. See, Pete, I'm not the only one or two of us or three I, I of us. I didn't say you were the only one. I just said I didn't get it. That's fine. <laughs> he feels so completely transported to a different place and totally at peace. And I think that's what it is for me. Um, for some reason, I really identify with the, the, the kind of like – 
Japanese Zen thing. I don't know. Like I used to have a Zen garden and I love incense and all that stuff that has to do with the Japan pavilion. I just really buy into. Um, and he kind of talks about that. And I do feel transported there more so than a lot of the other pavilions. So Michael, I'm viewing you more like Ben Stiller's character in mystery men than zen garden all right you're like you're like mr mr pompey you know you're like the volcano so maybe it's a side I, haven't, to, I haven't seen maybe you see other side of you that brings that part down right there has to be a balance there there's a balance gotcha i just don't show you the other side gotcha very good all right so joe ficus ficus right stacy is that the correct way to say it I think so. <laughs> I think so. Joe. See, Bumbling? that's why that's why I yep. stole Stacy's prior. Joe, you know we love I you, especially the guys that are phonically challenged. So please tell no, us. Please, please tell us. I'm not certain if you've ever been to Disneyland, but there's something sublime about that park, especially Adventureland, New Orleans Square area, just after sunset in a summer evening. I agree. I agree. So I mean Stacy would agree too. Every time I'm even reading as we're reading through these things, I'm I'm picturing them in my head that I'm going, Oh wait, that's Disneyland that I'm yeah. thinking of. Wait, that one's Disneyland too, that one's Disneyland too. So yeah, I, I, I get it completely. Spoiler, I'm I'm gonna just pause Joe's a lot of my ideas, they occur at Disneyland in California mm-hmm. Adventure. I don't have those feels in Walt Disney World that I got like at Disneyland. So I agree completely, Joe. Um some of it's that magic Southern Californian light, so warm and comforting. Some of it's the climate. There's usually a little humidity, and while the daytime temperatures can be intense, as soon as twilight arrives, a breeze forms and the air starts to move cool. Some of it also is the people. Being predominantly a local's park, while it can be crowded, there is usually little impatience and rushing. It's just magic. In all honesty, World Showcase at Epcot at the same time of the day captures much of the same spirit. While it cannot boast the low humidity or chilliness of the crowds, the lagoon there adds something special. Not only does the vista across the water afford stunning views of the sky, its very nature of the body of water provides a curious mixture of vastness of space. Joe, could you not cut this down for me, Joe? I'm just, no, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking with you, Joe. Um, yet intimacy because the people are limited to a very narrow pathway around it. You know, that's understated is it provides that intimacy because you, you, you can't escape. You're going to be close to each other from start to finish. So that's a great point, buddy. In both of these places, as the sky fades to blue, then black, and the illumination shifts to that coming from the structure so loving crafted by the Imagineers, I cannot help but think of Portia's words at the end of Merchant of Venus. The light we see is burning in my hall. How far that little candle throws his beams so shines a good deed in a naughty world. You got me reading poetry, Joe. You got me reading poetry. I'm just, I'm just saying here. I feel like Joe gives me the feels. Every time he writes something, I get, I know. You know what? Joe is a wordsmith, and it's always pleasing to read Joe's Joe's writing. So, Peter? Uh, The the merchants of what? Yeah, I was going to comment, but I let it go. I think it's Venice. It's it's, it's Venice. You, You know what? You're right. Venus is it's a lot further store, away. You, you know what? It's because of the store. store. You're right. Uh, I was thinking about that too because I watched the YouTube video yesterday at dinner. We went through the whole the the whole uh, uh, people mover. So you're right. I, I didn't even catch it. Venus. So that's I would have probably. Oh, Michael hey, and I both caught it right away. Hey, hey, Joe, <laughs> can you give us a quote from the Merchant of Venus to correct me and save me and bail me out here? Can we get a quote from there? Oh, two pins. Thirty-eight ninety-five, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Magic band or cash? Very good. Um, well said, Joe. Um, Carly, you're up next. All right, Stacy Goff Williams kept it short and sweet for me. I like this. The Nemo ride. When I hear Big Blue World, oh, I love that. I do. Really? Yes. I know it's Stacy, but the Nemo ride is maybe one of my least favorites. Oh, hmm. I just I, I love I that, that song. song. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. song. I have a special spot for that ride because I've been a part of that ride. Oh, mm. having gone scuba diving at the seas, you actually become part of that ride for anybody that's on it while you're diving. That's so awesome. it's got a little bit of a, a little special spot for me. But awesome! See that Carly, you trampled on his memories. Now you, no. I know, right? right. It's okay. Just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> Stacy, you're off. All right, so I will read. 
I guess I'll read Rick Forbes. Rick he said, I, I wish I had feelings. <laughs> Didn't Rick Forbes already go, though? Yes. Yeah. The first yeah. one. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Rick he Forbes was. just getting trying to get more attention here with this. Rick Forbes. He Should just likes to hear his too? name on the show. That's all that is. The next one's not by Rick Forbes. It's by Amanda York. Okay. It could be Ely, like Ely, Minnesota. It could be Eli. Ellie. I'm so sorry, Amanda. The center of the hub at Magic Kingdom, starting at the castle and walking into the hangar with the TIE Fighters and the Stormtroopers on Rise. Gotcha. Two very good ones. Yes. Um, Peter. Uh, Jeremy Murray. He was, Carly, you said short and sweet. How about this? Big Thunder Harambe Marketplace. That's all he put (laughs) There you go. That's about as short and sweet as you can do. Well, let me tell you something about Jeremy Murray. When Jeremy oh, I, talks, though, oh, he is I not know. short and sweet, so this makes I, up for <laughs> I know. So, all right. But we love him anyway. We love you, Jeremy. Absolutely. Michael, you're, you're up, buddy. Um, I got no more. Okay. The post I was on, I'm done. All right. So, John Crawl, Wilderness Lodge, the Carewood Pacific Room. This is my absolute favorite place on all of Disney property. We spent Christmas at Wilderness Lodge a few years ago. And while there, that's one of your dreams, your bucket list, right, buddy? It is, yes. It's a bucket list. And while there, our family spent a lot of time in this room playing games, sitting by the fire, and just hanging out. It's such a great place to relax. Even just thinking about being in that room makes me feel better and brings back memories of one of the best trips of my life. Even when it's not Christmas, we love hanging out in that room. John, and it smells amazing. I don't know what they use in that room, but it smells amazing. Agreed. Has everyone seen the Carewood Pacific Room? Uh-huh. Carly, yes? I don't think so. Peter, Stacy, uh, everyone agrees? Yes, except for Carly? Uh, what is that? Okay. The theme park, brothers. Is that at Boulder Ridge? Is that? No. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're yes, right. You're right. It, it, it's from, they have so many different sections of Wilderness Lodge now. I, I honestly will get them confused. Correct. Car- the one with all the train things, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're good then. So it, it, before, before it became Disney Vacation Club Central with different branches, it was this one like obscure building off to the side. And like the lobby was just – I mean it was – nondescript other than it had some train motifs and you really didn't pay attention to it because everything was above you until you started looking around you were like and you realized that one train in the corner that was a train that was in walt's backyard the carolwood pacific railroad that he had Mm -hmm. and then you look over here and you saw pictures of walt on like the train and you were like holy cow like these are real like tangible like disney history you know you know history right here so agreed john it's it's a great place and it's like non-stressful always quiet always like just like comfortable you know so yeah. great point and you can feel it too even i it's i know it's sad but there there the first couple times i went in there i didn't know what i was walking into but you could like feel it yeah. i don't know that uh-huh. feels kind of weird but, uh-huh. but it, it had an energy that you could feel it's overlooked and if you didn't happen to go there as a dvc member you might never go there and like you're denying yourself like really good history disney history uh-huh. so michael you saying you got the feels there i did okay gotcha. just making sure carly you are up okay oh rob hall uh, he says i'm not trying to be funny and i realize it's not technically in the parks but for me, it's the Magical Express. I've got feels about the Magical Express, but I don't think it's the nice ones that Rob called <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. My family calls it the Tragical Express, and we now take the minivans from the airport to mm. resorts just to avoid it. Okay. But I get it. I get, you know, if you step on it, you feel like that's your very first connection with real Disney once mm-hmm. you hit Florida. Gotcha. Absolutely. Well, your first ride is actually the monorail from Terminal B to the other side. Correct. But then, yeah, that's like the first Disney attraction is the Magical Express. I contend that's wrong, too, because when you see the airport at MCO is your first real connection, right? I said attraction, not gift shop on the way off the plane. (laughs) Gotcha. Which is, you notice that's still a gift shop you have to exit through. You know what? 
So I, even when you're coming off the plane, they Disney still gets you to go out the exit <laughs> through a gift shop somehow. Correct, but like that's oftentimes most people's first like this feels like Disney because it's a real Disney gift shop and <gasps> she's wearing pins and like you walk over to the cast member they got their big glove hand and whatnot. I thought he was gonna say pants. I thought he said pants too. I was concerned why she no one else. My, <laughs> Michael, this is Florida. Let us not understate that statement. Finding people that wear pants in Florida, it can be a rarity. I'm just gonna throw I it know. out there. How many times have I said I had to wear pants and everybody's like, Correct. what do you normally what? wear? Correct. We got one left in our list, Stacey. You uh, you want to grab it? Yep, I got it. So Sarah Maroney said, basically all of Animal Kingdom does this for me. The details there are just awe-inspiring to me and have been since day one. I was there when it opened, so that helps with those feels. At Hollywood Studios, I couldn't say any part really did this up until the new Galaxy Edge opened. Instant goosebumps when I walked back there and saw the Falcon in the marketplace. Magic Kingdom has many spots. I love the area by the entrance under the sea at night because it's always deserted and it gives me the feels watching fireworks, just me and my daughter. And Epcot, and I did it again. Epcot has so many special moments. The first time you see Spaceship Earth, the entire Japan Pavilion, the aquarium portion of the seas, etc. But one of my favorites is pulling up to DVC Resorts, yes, I'm spoiled, and hearing Welcome Home. Mm. That's awesome. I love that. I so do, I do enjoy getting to do that on a fairly regular basis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. got to do it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I did. Where'd you, where'd, which resort? We went to Vero Beach. There you go. Oh, there you go. It was nice. How about we go around the horn here and share one or so from us, and then we'll mm-hmm. uh, we'll call it an evening. Is that does that work for you? Yeah. yeah. Miss Mouse Ears, you want to go first? Our hostess tonight. Is that me? That's you. Um, oh gosh. Well, I guess I'm going to pick two just because I'm special and I'm here. So um, my first one's Magic Kingdom at Gaston's Tavern. I love it back there. And I don't know if it's because that's the first Disney movie that I really remember loving and watching with my mom at the theater, like the day it came out. Um, Or if it's just that I just feel like I've stepped into a storybook. It's so much fun fun back there and Gaston's always fun to interact with and the cinnamon rolls are amazing. Um, but it's one that once I get back there, I just want to like skip around and hold hands with Riley and act like I'm six. Um, and then a close second, I don't know it might even still be first place is the France pavilion at Epcot. And I was never a big lover of world showcase until probably our last two or three trips and now every time I go, that's my very favorite place to start is back in that France pavilion, back by the little ice cream store. It's just got all those little turrets in the buildings. And I just feel like I'm in France and I feel like I'm in a little, you know, Parisian cafe and live in the high life. Awesome. Carly, you are you are going to be bombarded from texts from me next summer because you guys are trying to take a trip to Paris, correct? Next year? Yes. Oh, yes. so yeah, we uh, will become good friends sharing secrets as you guys. Oh, yeah. That. So awesome. Stacy. Um, I think that mine is anytime it's my cat again, anytime we enter into a resort. So I don't care if it's um, well, most of the time it's when we are driving up after passing under the welcome sign and um, the anticipation of knowing that we are getting to our resort and uh just wherever we're going, just walking in for the first time to the lobby, just knowing that we finally have arrived, we're stretching our legs, we're out of our car. Mm-hmm. And um, just see, I mean, nothing can go wrong. I mean, a lot could go wrong because you're just checking in. But <laughs> you're here and it's, and, it's, and it's happening and you're smelling the smells of the lobby. And I think that when I'm, when I'm thinking about this, it's mostly a Port Orleans Riverside that's in my head just because that's where we stayed the most. Um, and so that's just kind of what's, what's sticking in my head. Also beach club and yacht club is sticking in my head too, but it's just the best feeling to know that you're starting your vacation and, and you're there, but it also happens when we're just going to a new restaurant or something. If we're going to wilderness lodge or animal kingdom and we're, and we're entering into a new hotel, it's just so much wonderful excitement just to look around and see all these people who are there to have fun and to have great experiences. Mm-hmm. Big guy. You got one for us? Um, for me, it's... 
I was thinking about this earlier today, and I just, I was like, I just want to go up to the gates of Magic Kingdom right now. I don't even have to go in. I just mm-hmm. want to be able to go and walk up to the gate, hear that entrance loop, and just know that I'm there. That in and of itself would make me a happy person right now. You're going to make me cry, and you act like you don't have feelings. Right? I don't. <laughs> right? Me and Rick Forbes, we have no feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you want to go next or should I? Um, it's up to you. Do you want to go last and close us off? N- no, I, I don't know if mine's anything all that special because it's not located at any of the parks. I think the place that I'm most connected with, because we often go without actually going to the parks. Saratoga Springs. Well, it's close. It's close. <laughs> It's close, actually. We often go to vacation just for resort hopping and eating mm-hmm. at the restaurants. So, like, the simple thing of, like, walking around Crescent Lake in the evening time and getting an ice cream and then catching, like, the free version of the fireworks at Epcot. Like, that is where I'm, like, the happiest because... I mean, you get to see all the gorgeous resorts. And and the fireworks are free. The fireworks are free. And the ice cream is great. And I love ice cream. And it's just so peaceful. You get to see the friendship boats go under the bridge and come back. And so between like not being crowded, between seeing the water, between seeing the boardwalk just illuminated in its crazy fashion, contrasting you know the beach club with its subdued lighting, and the fireworks going off, it's it's perfect. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I think I always like, I, I look forward to making that part of like, Ooh, it's like six 30. Let's go head over to the Crescent Lake. And I time it with, with that purposely just for that. So that's, that's a good one. How about you? Um, I've got two, uh, my answer is in two parts. Um, the first one is, um, any parade. I just have this thing with parades. Um, and I think it goes back to when uh, Jordan was little. And I remember watching back then. I don't even remember which parade we were watching at the time. Um, no, actually, I do. It was the Celebrate a Dream Come True parade. And uh, Jordan is a very, I don't know how to say this. He was a very adult child. I mean, he he was smart beyond his years. Uh, so, he would, there were certain things that he just wouldn't get excited about as a kid. Um, and he was about six or so years old, but I remember Dopey came up and I remember just seeing him yell and wave and just say, Dopey, Dopey, and just waving his little hand. And it just, it, it almost brings tears to my eyes now. Yeah. The cat knows what I'm talking about. Um, uh, just thinking about that moment. So I get that a lot during parades. I don't know if it's the music, um, the atmosphere, everybody just kind of standing around being in awe, um, the collection of the floats and all the characters together. There's something just about parades that I really enjoy. Uh, and the second one is actually Disney Springs, and it's in the evening. I get this feeling when I'm at Disney Springs in the evening, there's usually like this breeze. I can almost feel it. This breeze coming off of the water. Um, and just, I don't, I really don't even know how to explain it, but that's what gives me the feels. You've always been a big Disney Springs dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just get the chills just being there, being around either just looking over the lake. And I think that has to do with when we first moved to Florida, just looked over that lake and Mm -hmm. it was like, we've arrived, we're here and we did it. Um, and I think that that's what's attached to that. Well, if you're listening Long-winded, to this, I know. no, it's okay. If you're listening to this in the audio version, I'm going to encourage you to go to YouTube because you're going to see the video version. And why I'm encouraging you is because you absolutely need to fast forward to about ooh, 58 minutes into the show to see the sheer look of disdain and anger on Stacey Nyman's face as that cat makes noise. And she looks over with such anger that this poor cat. This cat couldn't. I can't even. And I'm like, throw, I'm throwing socks at him too. I don't know if you could see my arm do this. I'm like trying to distract him. If Stacy had a bubble, it would be like you disgust me. It's, it's the, the look on that poor cat. 
It's so annoying. If I let him out, he wants in. If I let him in, he wants out. It's so annoying. He's looking at me like, are we talking about me? All right. So if he's like, what did I tell you? If we didn't mention what gives you guys the feels at Walt Disney World, join us. We have a Facebook group. It's friends. It's people who listen to the show. It's called EdCot. Stacy mentioned it 10 times today. Um, accidentally. E-D-C-O-T. It is on Facebook, or you can follow us at the WW Review on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, also, our co-host Michael's got a YouTube page for Theme Park Brothers. The WW Review is also on YouTube now as well, too. Oh, so yes. don't the WW Review YouTube. The WW Review YouTube. I don't know if that's official. Against against Chris's orders or not, that's what it's against my, it my I've been overruled anyways. And Carly hey, it's, it's two against one. This is true. Carly, if someone wanted to ask you questions, and now that you've joined us, you know what, you'll probably be on many more times and you'll be regretting every one of them. But how could they get a hold of you if they wanted to ask you any questions, Carly? I'm on Facebook. Okay. Just Google or search me on Facebook. Send me a message on Facebook Messenger. Tag me in Edcott. Gotcha. C-A-R-L-Y. So I got to ask you, the name Carly, it's not short for mm-hmm. anything. It's your first name. It's it's what you, I mean, that's your name, right? Correct? That's my name. I was named after my grandpa. His name was Carl. I, oh, I, I love it. I wondered if it was short for Caroline or whatnot. So I just hadn't asked you that. So, okay. Okay. So anyways, for sticking with us, for downloading and listening today, we really appreciate that. If you can go to your podcast catcher of choice and leave us a review, we'd appreciate that. We got some really good reviews. We got one crazy review recently we're not going to get into, but if you care, go to iTunes and research it and you'll laugh. Um, anyways. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, feel free to go and check it out. Anyways, for downloading and listening, have a great day, everybody. See you, everybody. Bye, everyone. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye. There you go. go. <laughs>